dynamic duo is back on the air here we go i'm excited i feel like it's been forever <laughs> what is going on here phil where the hell have you been man people like where the people hell have you been yamming me being like did you kick phil off the show did he quit what's wrong no. is there like i saw headlines about us that were right like i saw headlines about us in the apple app that was like a travis travis kelsey and taylor swift seen holding hands for the second time and the one right under that is where is phil d he may not be on the show anymore Wow. Well, I think that's because you did such a great job the week I wasn't there. People actually enjoyed it for once, uh, hearing your stuff and not hearing us just ramble on about, you know, stories of like almost dying in Florida and then camping trips and shit like that. But you've been on more adventures it. since, though. You were, you, you were on so many. I your have. adventures were so prolific that you couldn't mm -hmm. even make it to the show. There, There's actually a lot more adventures coming up. And I actually, oh, you know, I, I wanted to mention it in the pre-show because I can't make this public just yet. But there's a lot of adventures coming up. I'd say even in the next seven days, uh, the week that I missed, I believe, I mean, we had a lot of stuff going on LG. It's a busy time of the year. Like I said to you, it's a busy time of the year. Uh, when sports start up like this, mm -hmm. I mean, on TV with the kids, all that, not that I have small kids, um, but it's a busy time of the year. And I wasn't able to make a couple of shows. The other week I was in North Carolina to watch Ooh. hockey. Uh, that was an experience and a half. I actually drove there, which took a good, Man, we stopped like eight or nine times. I think it took like 16, 17 hours to get there with all the stopping. But but I had never driven through the Virginias or the Carolinas before. And it was nice, man. Like I'm not, not gonna lie. That was in the fall. The scenery was unbelievable. Um, yeah. I actually I have an obsession with stopping on uh, US university campuses and see like the big name ones and seeing what they're all about. Mm. and uh, I discovered West Virginia out of nowhere. I saw, like, Morgantown. I'm like, wait a second. I know that. That's that's I know that from football. Mm. So, I, you know, I dropped off the highway and went down to the campus. It was really mm. cool. Really cool to see. Ended up stopping at Duke, North Carolina, uh, Wake Forest, places like that all along the way. Did you collect anything when you were doing that? Did and you I thought about it, but, like, what? Am I could collect a blade of grass? Like, I didn't know what the hell to collect. It's not like a souvenir <laughs> shop so sitting there, like, with pins or something. And who the hell collects pins anyways? Phil, um, hold on. But you have to, do you remember what you used to collect when we were teenagers? When we'd go traveling? Like, the one time we went to Europe as a family? Yeah, what was it? Wasn't it pins? No, 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 no. We, we used to have pins. That's Everybody used to collect pins. Pins was a reward for scoring goals in hockey. That yeah, yeah, we got pins. We did that, but yeah. then we also no, no. I'm not. I'm talking. I, it was a T-shirt from a certain retail location, from a certain restaurant. Oh, Remember that? Yes, it was the Hard Rock Still, Cafe. If you what? No, was it? It's Planet what? Hollywood. Oh, Planet Hollywood. No, that's what I meant. Sorry, not yes. Hard Rock. If you guys remember, oh like at some point in the '90s, they came out with Planet Hollywood, which was just oh like this goodness. chain of restaurants that was just like celebrities everywhere. It was like walk. It was like the Walk of Fame, but as a restaurant, basically. And they put one in like every city, like super franchised. And Phil was like, I don't even think we ate there. I think we would just we've never we ate some there. new place. Ever. No, what? 
We never ate there. No, we never ate there. But Phil, because <laughs> it was expensive as shit, man. And 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 but Phil would insist that whatever town we were in, we would go to the Planet Hollywood so Phil could buy a shirt from the Planet Hollywood that said like Planet Hollywood, Rome, you know, London, Rome, yeah. Paris, <laughs> London. We're lucky yeah, kids. Oh, we're lucky wait, kids to go there. Why did I do that? I never even wore those things after. Where are those? What happened to those? They're, they're somewhere with my comic that. books. Yeah, they're with your comic books and a bunch of other stuff. Like I, I honestly don't know where everything is. I'm at the stage now where my kids are old enough, LG, that I'm about to find out what it's like to dump all their shit after they're gone. And, and, <laughs> and then I'll really have more insight on what goes on there. So, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was, I don't know. I did think of collecting something. Something that I noticed when you drive on the freeways, and I say freeways because you Americans, if I say highway, I already said it once, you're probably kidding People, me. you Americans, you people. Yeah, you guys love saying freeway, we say highway. Um, I did notice that they love collecting those stickers that you put on your car, like everywhere you've been. So on the, while I was driving on the freeway, I was behind cars that have been like the you know, Grand Canyon and Yosemite and, you know, uh, all it doesn't the, say like this car. Yeah. yeah. Things like that. Yeah, yeah. They love that shit down there. Oh, yeah, so, but I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like the man, only man. stickers we have in Canada these days are fuck Trudeau stickers. That's the one I see. I don't know if you see that yeah. in Toronto, but out here, like I'm in the country, like every second truck you see has like it has the canadian flag but like it's white and you know that it's like that they are like you know part of that movement the trucker yeah, movement and yeah, then it's yeah, got yeah. like a fuck trudeau he's a loser it's got, it's got some like comical sticker about him yeah. and then it also has those stickers of the family you know what i mean people that get the stickers of like the dad the mom like the little yeah. stick figures like it also, also has the have have fake things like the baby i i never understood the baby on board it's like okay you have a baby on board so i'm not gonna crash into you you know like, <laughs> But if you didn't have the sign on the back, I'd fucking slam into the back of you, no problem. <laughs> I never understood that. What are you supposed to do? Be more yeah, careful. be more careful with your car. Yeah. Or I, I guess you, you stop people from road raging at you that way. You're like, listen, I'm stressed. I have I don't baby. think people don't care, know. man. Like you hear like freaking babies being shot. Sometimes. What about what about you. would you get a sticker of Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes pissing on the Montreal Canadian no, that's, logo? That, that, that's a no, because everyone who has that either has a pickup truck. And when they do have that sticker, they also have a sticker of Newfoundland, the province, <laughs> right beside it. Always. It's the same. Listen, I'll tell you something. Back to those fuck Trudeau stickers. And, and they're all over the car. Listen, I'm with that movement, with, with mm -hmm. that saying. I do not like Justin Trudeau. Many Canadians don't. But I will say that is a special type of person that puts those stickers on. Yeah, not it's, people... it's, yeah, it's one thing to not like your prime minister. It's another thing to... To put your political, I'll, I'll I openly say it, but yeah. I will not put stickers up. And and they're the guys who fly the flags at their house too, and they have it all over their front yard. And they they say, it. and I actually got in a huge road rage once about a year ago oh. with a car that had those stickers all over it. Oh. And when the guy pulled down his window and he was with his son, he tried to run me off the road. So I pulled up oh. beside him, and I said to him, I said, "Dude, fuck Trudeau. Yes, you're right. But why are you such a fucking asshole, man? What's your problem? <laughs> Seriously." What's your deal? I, I agree with your movement, but why are you such a prick? You know, and guys like rah, 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 rah. I'm, they're just to me the same type of people. There, there's something about them uh, where if you're if you're that angry, because listen, I don't I don't think many people like Trudeau anymore in Canada. It's almost nobody now uh, with all the stuff that's been going on. But some but people love him still. They I'd like, rather put like lock her up than like, put that on my car. Yeah. You know, for Hillary instead. But no, yeah. um, I, I just think it's weird. Right. Like the yeah. people who have that, especially it, it's never one sticker. It's like the whole car. <laughs> I was like, OK, you're really obsessed. Um, you know, I, I don't like him either, man. But no, not not that crazy. So I didn't see any of those in the States. 
Uh, and like I said, I didn't know what to collect. You didn't see it, any Trudeau stickers in the in the states? No, I mean, I, I, man, <laughs> I would I, love for someone in North Carolina to be driving around with a fuck Trudeau sticker. <laughs> <laughs> they got bigger problems. Okay, they got, yeah, they they, got, other they got other people they're mad at. Uh, There's the way besides. bigger politics in the U.S. than here. Okay, well, uh, Phil, speak, speaking of speaking of the U.S., um, oh. we do have a special guest here today. Wow, and not, they are not technically a podcast guest. This is actually somebody who has redeemed uh, the first ever private podcast viewing NFT from First Mint Media Pass Season 1, which allows you to basically hang out with us backstage before the show, which we're, ch we're chilling for like 25 minutes with this guest or with this 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 uh, viewer, let's call them. And, uh, you know, we ended up telling them that, that they're going to make a cameo on the show right Not off the too. bat. So and, and they are America based. So uh, I guess welcome for their debut, unexpected debut. We didn't expect to have a guest today. So it's going to be on for, for a bit. Uh, please welcome, I guess, longtime First Mint listener and private viewer of today's episode, Brad. There he is. Whoa. What's up, guys? Whoa. 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 Hold on, hold on. Like, Before, know, oh, I gotta get a look at Brad's outfit here. Let's just take a look. He's got like this this hoodie that is like a full America flag, where the the shoulders and the hood are the stars, the chest are the stripes, and he was wearing these cool sunglasses coming out. This is like a full wrestling really? entrance right here. There we go. It's a Rico Suave type entrance. He just he removed the hood for those who are not watching. He slicked the hair back. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and, and and this is my uh, my my halo. Uh, training mm. headphones that wow. I wear. They actually train your motor cortex there. So you're getting a little uh, insight into some uh, some hacking that I like to do here. So but, hack. brain hacker. but here's the only issue I have, Brad. I know your name is not Brad. Like, I don't go by Phil around these mm -hmm. circles, okay? I go by the real Phil D. Why don't you tell our listeners what you actually go by in terms of username? Time to live, baby. Oh, I'm well, hold on. that's that's what you are in Discord. But recently, yeah, no, you signed no. up for First Mint Trivia. Yeah. Oh, what Big, John Big, John Big, Big John Stud. Big John Stud. Big John Stud. Yes. Yeah. All right. You do look like a big John stud. I'm not going to lie. I am, man. I'm a big John. I got a big John. That's right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. hey, hey, hey. Okay. <laughs> Our parents not after hours. Man. We always have to remind uh, well, well, I got to hold on. Before, I got to tell you, when the Planet Hollywood opened up in Manhattan, I made my father take me to the grand opening. So wow. I'm with you there, bro. I it, That was a great time. You know, you had Arnold Schwarzenegger. You had Sylvester Stallone mm -hmm. and Bruce Hare, part of my, Bruce uh, Willis, right? Like those guys, different times. So I had to, I felt, it felt serendipitous that you opened up with that. I had mm -hmm. to uh, mention that, even though I'm behind the scenes. Brad, the real question is, does your car have any bumper stickers? And are Never. them angry? <laughs> My son is an honor student. I always made fun of people who put that on. I, I agree with you. Going to Mount Everest, who cares if the car went? <laughs> One of those Mount, things. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What if a car went up Mount Everest, I would definitely <laughs> want to see that car on the road. Yeah, That's a good point. Yeah, I kind of put, yeah, whatever that mountain is. in. Uh, if you like Mount Washington or like all the, any, like other, any other notable mountain, or at least out east where you guys are like, there's tons of mountains in the Appalachians yeah. that people yeah. always want to throw that sticker on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have to ask Brad, I, I love asking people this. What's the number one thing on your bucket list? Like in life. All right. You, you got one more thing you can do. And, and, then, and then you may not do any more things after. Question. Well, because you got to put the pressure of like 
come up with your best answer. Don't just say things mm. you might do. Oh, wow. Brad didn't well, expect to be quizzed about his. Like, well, listen, he brought up Mount Everest, and I've thought of Mount Everest for a long time, but then I keep watching these documentaries, and it's like everybody dies. I'm like, oh, I don't know anymore. Yeah. So, uh, and then you read the reason on Wikipedia, and it's like complications. Like, what? Hold on. You're telling me you didn't <laughs> die from like a broken or falling or something? I could live with that, but if you're just dying for no reason, it's close to death because they can yeah, breathe. No, no, no. We're not doing that. So what, what, what's number one on your bucket list, Brad? You know, it's a tough one, man, but I think recently, I'll just go with the first thing, go to Oktoberfest in uh, in Munich, Germany. Somebody Ooh. I met, you know, last week had just came back and I, like about 10 years ago, that was something I wanted to do, kind of put it on the shelf. But after hearing about it with them, you know, that's something I think uh, at some point in time is a good thing to check out. It sounds pretty wild. I, I have like major, major like, OK, we just had October. I work for a German company and we just had Oktoberfest a few days ago last week. And I made the mistake of asking our crazy mailroom guy if he was excited for the free Oktoberfest lunch the next day and in front of everybody in the cafeteria, because this guy's a psychopath, he yells out, Nope, I fucking hate white sausages. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't make this up, man. Like guy just screams it out to the whole world. The entire cap, like stops talking. Everyone looks. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe I just asked this guy that I should have known this guy would, if this guy was, Brad, if this guy, if I, if I submitted a video of this guy to MTV a long time ago, his show would be destroying Honey Boo Boo or any of those reality shows on TV. This is how wild this dude is. This dude has lived the wildest life you could ever come up with that hasn't been on TV. So uh, I should have known when I asked that question. But I don't even know what he's talking about. There were no white sausages. It sounds pretty I, disgusting. I, I have to. I think the community would like to see this guy on the first mint. I was going to say, let's yeah, meet I think guy. so. You don't want him on here. I'm telling you right now, he will get signed in a heartbeat. Oh, we need, we need him on here. We need him on here, yeah. I mean, he, 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 he opens an Instagram account every single time he can't remember his password, <laughs> which is like every day. I'm not joking. There's like 20 out there. And one time he was on live. He's our million guy. And he was shaving his head live. And there was hairs. Oh, we need him. We need to come on. We need this guy 100%, man. You have no He He... he one more little thing, uh, Brad, I, I have to tell this story. I'll let him tell the story when he comes on the show. He lives in us. He, he's, he's Canadian from Flin Flon, Manitoba. That's a little town in Manitoba. <laughs> he actually is, like legitimately from Flin Flon. And he moved to Australia with his parents at a young age. And he brought us his report card from his grade nine year in Australia. And it said, and I'm not going to say his name yet unless we bring him on because I don't know if he wants his name mentioned. But it said so-and-so. It didn't have any notes. It just had huge letters, capital letters written in the comment section. So-and-so is a very, very bad boy. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. So just to give you a bit of context, this is grade nine. His parents threw his ass out of Australia in grade 12. Okay. Uh, he had to come back to Flint Flon and fight for his own. So um, he keeps his report card from ninth grade on him? or He loves, he has that one only for whatever. I guess he's proud of it. Um, and the funny thing is with this guy, he is tremendous at his job. Like amazing. He's the best mailroom guy you could ever. He like he's obsessed with his job. But he's one of the biggest wild cards where I've had to warn him several times. Like, dude, watch what you say and do because not everybody's vibes like that. Like he's just one of those, right? He's like a wide receiver in the NFL. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Speaking of which, speaking of hold on. Are you a football fan, Brad? Big time. Okay, I gotta bring this up. I gotta bring this up. And LG, I've said this to you before, I think, but I've said it, I've said this in the Discord at least. Is this the worst 
the NFL has ever been right now. Like we're talking in terms of the teams in the league, how in the past you'd have the, the elite teams, but the middle teams were competitive and they always had a shot of beating the top teams. And I, you know, I say this after the jets just beat the Eagles, but that's all other story. Okay. Um, is this the worst the NFL has ever been right here, right now, in terms of top to bottom, um, in terms of com- bad teams? How many bad teams are? I have never in my life seen this many awful teams. Like, it seems like everybody's awful except about five teams. What, what's your take on that? I'm, I'm super interested to have this conversation. LG, I want to hear what you have to say about that, too. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you look at what happened with the Broncos, I mean, that just in and of itself is probably like a representation of – uh, that they're, I mean, they're horrendous too. Yeah, they're horrendous too, man. But what was it? Seventy? What? What did they lose? To oh yeah, LG knows about that one. He he wasn't even watching that game, and LG messages me right away. He goes, dude, what? Like, yeah, what the hell is that? Like, like how is that even possible game. in this day and age? Right? No, that like that just that's slop fest city, and I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not as dialed in probably as you are in general because right. uh, you know I, I really focus on New York teams, but. I can oh, tell you God. both New York teams suck, you know, or Buffalo, you know, I should say, you know, Buffalo seems to be, I, I you know, Josh Allen is always going to be great. And uh, I always think that they have a shot of always mm-hmm. making a run. But as far as the Giants and Jets are concerned, like Giants are done and Jets are like uh, working off of something different. They, they got a different weird, you can't, you can't figure them out because they're dealing with circumstances that, right. like unfolding in real time you know right i just i just lg and you can chime in too i'd love to hear what you have to say i just feel that back in the day like you had teams like say the atlanta falcons that were never that good although they went to the super bowl and lost to to to, you know hold on no did they win that super bowl they lost no they do they were up by like i'm confused right now yeah sorry sorry that's the one they lost yeah Yeah. but i always felt that teams like that were shitty teams but they always had like a a star quarterback that kept them relevant Mm. and i feel like this new crop of qbs in the league right now are all terrible except a few and i feel like some of the aging guys like russell wilson there's no explanation for this guy um you know heading for a hall of fame career and gets completely derailed to being one of the worst qbs in the league who doesn't look like he has a clue what he's doing night in night out. They've tried many coaches with this guy now. Um, and, and I feel like the guys drafted from college, a lot of them are either not well prepared or they're just, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. It used to be that if you, if you were a first rounder, the odds were good that you'd be successful in the NFL somewhat. Okay. Not all of them. I mean, there's been some terrible draft picks over the years. I just feel there's so many bad teams, man. Like the one o'clock games this past weekend, I looked at the slate. I'm like, dude, I don't even want to watch a single one of these games. What is this garbage? You know, it's true, though. I feel like there's just some, so many bad teams. And you in New York, man, I don't even know how you guys continue on like that. Because I, I hit the panic button as soon as anything happens here in Toronto. Uh, and we're not even as hardcore as you guys. But you guys, like the state of the football teams is probably the worst it's ever been, right? So, um, I don't Phil, know, man. I Phil, don't know. do you think, could this be, like, is this a long-term effect of people mm-hmm putting their kids into football. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I don't think football, football numbers of like enrollments at the youth level are down, but if you have like a very bright kid, like some kids when they're right. 10, you're like, this kid is a freaking yeah. athlete and a half and they, they're going to crush literally any sport that they do. Some kids you just know, right? Like yeah. even like a LeBron, like you watch LeBron high school wide receiver videos. Like it's, it's freaking nuts. Like he's amazing. And he's always talked yeah. about how maybe he could play in the NFL. 
if you have a really big, strong, smart kid, mm-hmm. it, maybe there's fewer of them being put into football than there than other sports. Well, I mean, I'm a good example. I had my kid in football uh, when yeah. we lived in Columbus, and we came yeah. back to Canada, and football was okay here. It wasn't the same culture. No. But yeah. when I noticed that so many eight year olds had concussions on his team, I was like, you know what? Do you want to do something else or what, man? You know. Yeah. Um, like I, I don't find that attractive at all. As much I, yeah, as I love football, right? Something it's like maybe that's what you're finally seeing because it's not it's not yeah. that there's fewer athletes, it's not like they don't have enough players to play. No, but what you I think what you're describing is like for some reason, mm-hmm. especially at the top level, like you know, the position where you have yeah. to be smartest in football, which is a quarterback, where quarterback. you have to that's like, where it starts. You, know, yeah. you have to have a, a broad array of intelligence mm-hmm. and physical gifts, um, that there's a, a, a smaller crop of good quarterbacks right versus like even when russell wilson came into the league that year you had him andrew luck colin kaepernick uh and our, oh, that's what i'm uh, saying was it was that rg3 yeah that was the rg3 year. Yeah, all four RG3. of them came into the league at the same like in 2009 right. whatever year that was and all four of them were incredibly good right yeah and, but, but but that was the expectation right and now we're that's what i'm saying is that like, like now like who's a good young quarterback like brock purdy who also had a bad game right it's like who's the who's your who are you i think it has nothing to do with enrollment or anything i but i think you're hitting the nail on the head with the quarterback thing man if you don't have a good quarterback in the nfl doesn't matter what you have around you the jets are the prime example yeah they won yesterday but if you don't have a a good quarterback doesn't matter if your defense is the best defense we've seen in 25 years. It makes no difference because you're not holding the other team to zero points while scoring zero. That's never happened in the NFL. I don't think it's ever been a zero, zero tie. Um, the closest to that LG ever is, and I know dad is listening is that I actually bought dad bills tickets for his birthday once to go watch Cleveland Browns against the <laughs> Buffalo bills on a Thursday night. Yeah. And it was like minus 40 outside big mistake. <laughs> the, the stadium was not full because the bills were garbage. This is like 10 years ago. And to add insult to injury, the Buffalo Bills lost six to three. Like, I can't even make this up. It's pathetic. Like, really pathetic. And we froze our damn asses off. But it just goes to show you the Bills didn't have a quarterback back then, right? The minute they got a quarterback, they became relevant. And yeah. it looks like a lot of these QBs in the NFL right now, even though they come in highly drafted, yeah, they're just not either ready because maybe the college game is so different now. Maybe they're less motivated now that college athletes get paid. Who knows, right? Like you don't know what the real reasoning is uh, behind any of this. So, well, um, you know, let me throw let me throw a, a theory out to you. Now, if you take the um, the the score of the Broncos game, and you also take in the fact that now wide receivers are getting paid more than running backs, mm-hmm. and you also kind of touch on the fact that what you're talking about a quarterback almost instead of being the the key player is almost borderline utility player right so maybe there's an issue with the system i got a theory that the reason why the wide receivers are getting paid more money is and it's not like a like a a, uh you know an amazing idea but fantasy football i feel has driven retail sales of wide receivers jerseys higher than running backs Mm -hmm. and as a result they play this faster pace and they run the scoreboard up and those systems I don't think that you have a system in place that's going to be natural for a quarterback to throw the ball that many times during a game, mm-hmm. let alone make those completions. So maybe there's a piece of this in there that you're touching on where it's like maybe the quarterback position is is going through a transformation. Mm-hmm. I think so. No, for sure. This is this is we were we were lucky to have the quarterbacks, even though we would trash them because they were on kind of mid teams. We were lucky to have the quarterbacks that we did the last 10, 15 years 
that have now all moved on and you're just like, all right, well, you're waiting for the new crop to kind of take over, but it might take years for that to happen. Um, I think you're right, Phil. Like there's no, like, there's no like Drew Brees in the NFL right now. Right. Right. It's like a guy that's like kind of always like the saints were never Mm -hmm. really that good. Mm -hmm. Like they won the super bowl once, but otherwise they were kind of just meh, but he's still through 400 yards Mm -hmm. a game. Like 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 clockwork almost sometimes. You know, like three hundred almost every game. Yeah. Four hundred yards a game, and they're gonna go. They're gonna finish at five hundred or something like that, right? Like yeah. it's just like it's just like that's just what it was. But it it didn't matter. It's just so weird to me because I'm like I hate every Sunday turning on. I'm like, what are these teams? Like, who are all these terrible teams? Why are there so many terrible teams? There's more than I've ever seen. You cannot name me more than five good teams. Coaching worse? Not Is even joking. Worse now. Um, I, well, I do feel that too many guys are like lifetime coordinators, but they end up being head coaches for whatever reason. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a natural progression, so it makes sense. But uh, but no, it's for me, it still goes by the quarterback. A lot of QBs have made coaches and not the other way around. I know a lot of people like to say that. Bill Belichick is a perfect example right now where it's like, okay, you'd ha- you had a storied career. Tom Brady left. You had time to rebuild it. And it's not working right now. Yeah, your quarterback sucks, but you know, let's be honest. These these yeah. special QBs make the coaches most of the time. They just do that, right? I don't know. There needs I to be a good person. Maybe but. you know, maybe it's just that like sports change and it takes generations for them to change. So right. now NFL uses more analytics like everybody else. And as a result, you mm-hmm. still have a lot of head coaches that are older who are using outdated systems. And then you have guys like Mike McDaniel that it's like his coaching style and like younger coaching styles <clears throat> will affect the league, but it'll take 10 years for people to start actually doing that and making like, I don't know if you can, I don't know if you consider Miami a good team, but it's an exciting team. You know what I mean? Like that's still fun football to watch every week. Right. I take hate for that. I don't like Miami, but that's because they're <laughs> the same division. As well, they're still scoring a lot of points. That's what I'm that's saying. Is like, they're still doing well. So I, I um, call him a gimmick coach LG because I feel like, I'm this not little gimmick he's act he's got coach. going on saying, there. Where I'm not saying he's a model coach. Yeah. I'm just saying that it's like you clearly have an appetite for a new wave of right. coaching right. style. Yes, and Correct. and it might take like a generation for that to turn over, and for mm-hmm. more for there to be better head coaches who are making better teams. Yeah, I just then I, clearly I, the Bill whoever modeled their their coaching after Bill Belichick like that doesn't work anymore. You know, his well, style, all his, his assistants, really his former assistants and coordinators are all beating him now. He was no. he had a record of like thirty eight and zero against all his former assistants and coordinators. Uh, kind of right. like what's his name at Alabama there, um, uh, Nick Saban. Same thing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. He still holds that record. I mean, he beats the shit out of almost all his former assistants because he's obsessed with it. Um, but Belichick is it's fading a bit, right? It's fading and. And, and he's got a QB that just doesn't seem to be NFL caliber. And and that, that's, that was my original point. I feel that a ton of these QBs yes. that are coming out, like look at Brock Purdy with San Fran. Mm-hmm. This guy gets picked last in the draft. He was good in college, but they didn't see anything in him. And for some reason, his game translates to the NFL more than any of the other guys that were picked in the first round. Mm-hmm. Right? It's weird. That's how the quarterback, Tom Brady was, what, what round was he picked in? Like Fourth, right? Yeah, Third, right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Whatever the hell it was. God, where's Brad for NFL trivia, man? Yeah, seriously. He's yeah. right. He's, he's, he's immediately. He's like he's in the wrong trivia group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would have killed it because everyone was clueless that one. But so you're yeah. right. Vince Hold Young on, was drafted first, and uh, what was uh, Matt yeah. Liner? Was Matt Liner, man. Like, right? like so, <laughs> I mean, I think to some extent, you know, you always have a boomer bust in the first round, probably in the NFL, maybe the NBA more than other sports, right. but. uh yeah, I, I happen to agree with what you're putting down. Okay, hold on. Let's, Phil, we do have to, we only have 35 minutes left because you have to leave. Phil's going to the Maple Leafs game tonight. He's going to see 
first overall pick, Connor Bedard, play in his Toronto Ooh. debut, a place for Chicago. So a few things we got to do. Yeah. We do have to talk NFTs. Brad, we're going to send you back to the backstage. But first, <laughs> you get to eat. You get to ask each of us anything. You get a wow. quick AMA. One question each. Anything you want to ask. Nothing is off. Right, but it can't until your answer can't be half an hour long. Okay. It has to be quick. All right. This is what I have to deal with, Brad. You see what I have to deal with? Bill, you're the one who has to go, man. You're the one who's like, (laughs) I gotta go to the Leafs game. I do. A a lot of restrictions here. Okay, I'm gonna kick it back to you, Phil. What's on your bucket list? So I'll start with you. Everest. You mean like number one on my bucket list? Number one. Yeah, you're gonna drive his car up Everest and have road rage along the way. With all the sherpas. Oh man, it, actually Everest would be on there, but I kind of abandoned that recently just for the fact that everyone's dying on Everest. Um, but me, it's mostly sports stuff. Like I would love to go. I've said it forever to the Tour de France. I'd love to go to the Tour de France stage one time, um, just just to be in the mountains. Have you ever seen those mountain stages where like the spectators are on the side of the road, like shirtless, riding like high mom on their chest? And they almost get hit by the actual bikes going up. I want to be that guy. I want want that to be me. And I need to make that happen real soon. Uh, I just feel, and and this is the end of my answer. I think traveling the entire world uh, more than I have at some point would be up there. Like when we were young, we went to places like Cuba and Mexico like 500 times. And I'm looking back, I'm like, why? Hold on. Why did we waste that many trips? We went to Europe. You just talked about Hollywood. No, no, I'm talking about after that. Like I've gone to Cuba nine times. All right, that's, 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 looking back, those seven of those times could have been used to go somewhere else in the world. There's too many places to see and not enough time to do it. Um, so I think doing a massive, massive world trip is on my bucket list. At the top of there being a stop in France somewhere to watch a Tour de France and be one of those crazy people that runs after the bikes up the mountains and like dies after. So I'll be happy if that's how it ends. And you got the French connection there, so you're right. That's right. Oh, yeah. I can rumble with those Frenchies up in the mountains for sure. Bouche de fesse. Yeah. All right. And LG, if you were able to have lunch with anybody living or dead, who would it be? Wow. Man. Wow. (laughs) Living or dead? (laughs) Anybody. (laughs) Jesus. Bigfoot. <laughs> is it if it's Jesus? Is it is it like a buffet? Because there's like every every time he reaches into the basket, it's just bread another, and wine. There's more bread, and it's like an all-you-can-eat buffet with Jesus because he's like, I got more. I got, I got more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. If you're going, you go and my body. As much as you want. It's 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 if you go to church, it's a Jesus buffet every Sunday. Um, <laughs> that's true. Okay. LG's got 10 seconds before his answer is longer than mine. So that goes out the window. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't know who my hero is or anything like that. If I got lunch with anybody, maybe, you know, I mean, it's kind of a cop out. Maybe like someone who's like comical, but also very important, like a, like a Winston Churchill or something like that. But when he's like young and kind of insane, oh. he was kind of nuts, but he's like, people like fucking hated Churchill before. And then they were like, Oh, you know what? Like Hitler's kind of awful. Like uh, uh, Chamberlain messed up. So we got to, we need somebody who was like a tough guy. And they're like, Churchill, we kind of hate you, but like get in there and be the prime minister. And and, and it worked. Um, but I, I don't know. He seems like a really cool guy. And I don't want to have lunch with him when he's like my age, you know, late thirties. Like I want, like, I want to see what he's like. He's not, this famous prime minister yet. I want to see what he's doing, what kind of weirdo he is at that age, uh, and just sit down for whatever, whatever, like what kind of weird British tea you'd have in like 1905 or something like that, you know, 
tea and crumpets or some shit. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll use that. It's a bit of a cop out, kind of only thing you think of, but I'll think that's more of it. That's the, a good the raw Churchills. Yeah, yeah. He wanted wow. before he became the the seasoned polished version. Right? That's it. Yeah, and we probably I don't know what kind of crazy ass drugs they were doing back then, but he and I would do tons of it during lunch. That's all. <laughs> All I know about him is we have, we have streets called named after him here. That's about all I know. Uh, and I saw him on that show on Netflix too. The the, the Queen is that what it's called? I don't freaking know. Yeah, um, man, that's so. Brad, good. Brad, I got one more for you, Brad. Mm -hmm. I got one more for Brad, and then we can send him backstage. LG, was that recent video of Bigfoot real or fake? Well, uh, every video of Bigfoot is real. So uh, even though I haven't seen the one you're talking about, are you serious? Uh, Come on, man. There's no way you didn't see that. You is it the one like sure. a, the drone view or like a no, person? No, 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 no. People no, no. on a train somewhere in the mountains yeah. of like, yeah. was it yeah. Montana or something? I don't yeah. know where it was. Uh, apparently, he was walking right there in the mountain. Okay, uh, Phil. Phil, I'm going to tell you right now that this video here, I'm going to share it. This has, this has a Twitter disclaimer on it from like the Twitter fact checking that says <laughs> this is located in Silverton in Durango. <laughs> It's part of a quite popular big, Bigfoot themed expedition trailer company oh, called Are you Sasquatch serious? Expedition Trailers. The oh, owner regularly dresses up as Sasquatch. You, you ruined it for me, man. You totally just ruined Here's it. Here's a video. Brad's opinion. Here it is. I just squatted down. Did you see what it, Brad? How is this, man? I can't even I see it, man. Kind of. That's the worst. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Oh, LG just ruined it by telling us that that's an expedition park. I didn't even know that. There he is. Come on, man. So, There's a better viewer. They zoom in on his face. The squatted down makes me think that this guy's using the bathrooms. <laughs> it's all the same video. No, no, yeah. no, no. This guy zoomed in. There he is. See, that was legit until I read that. <laughs> it doesn't think he's taking a dump. You're right. It does look like it's... <laughs> oh, The search continues, I guess. The search continues, man. No, I, that's definitely real. I'm gonna put my yeah, uh, come on. After the reason. Reason. Okay. The disclaimer. The Twitter disclaimer is fake news. He's saying yeah, that, that, is. Fake news okay. and that the video is real. Yeah. <laughs> that, that you just ruined my week, LG. I had no idea that was fake. <laughs> come on. BS. I didn't know that was gonna be there. You wanted to see the video. <laughs> All right, Brad. I'm going back. Coming on, man. Hang out backstage. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Morphing back into the underworld. Morphing. There it is. Beam his ass out of here. Wow. Wow. All right, Brad. We'll talk to you next time, man. All right, he's gone. He's wow. still backstage, though. He can still see. He can still see you. He can still wow. hear you. Yeah. All right. Well, that was pretty wow. wild. That's pretty good, right? That was from the season one media pass. Yeah. That I guess Brad purchased. I don't know how he got it. He's been lurking in the Discord for like months now, and I don't know how. He just came in and and he's got like a weird goalie mask, like PFP, uh, and and right, right. he found us like on iTunes randomly like a year ago. He's not he's not a listener from the from the way way back. He's like a new. Right. Uh, so I mean that's pretty cool. And pretty cool I also like the idea of bringing on a random listener for like twenty minutes or something like that on the show. Just well, totally he got that. more than he bargained for with that. I mean, it was supposed to be a behind the scenes listening, and we had like a full out conversation with him to the point where I'm like, hold on a second. We should be having this conversation on the pod, man. Like, forget this. Mm -hmm. This is good stuff back here. So let's oh, bring yeah. his ass on and let's hear what he's got to say. And he provided some good content today, that's for sure. I think I think what I could do is I could start rounding up different listeners, but then I won't tell you who it is or what's happening. I think so. I, I could bring them in randomly during the show. And, like, not even tell you when it's going to happen or when <laughs> it, it's happening on today's show. They'll just appear and then and then just totally nuke whatever we're talking about. I, I think, I think that's a good idea. 
Great idea. But listen, I'm going to go back to what you said. You announced that I'm going to the Toronto Maple Leafs game tonight. I'm going to make a really quick point here. If you haven't checked this kid out before, go to Google right now or YouTube and write the name Connor Bedard. Okay. The number one pick overall in the NHL draft this past, I guess, June. So only a few months ago. It is actually very rare for any for players to get drafted to the NHL and go straight from the draft right into the league. It's not like basketball. It's not like football where there's not really a minor league system that's used regularly like hockey. In hockey, they have the option of sending the kids back to school. So say if they go to the University of Michigan, they can send them back there. Oh, one. For the NHL too, you have, to, you have to point out that it's like not unlike the NBA, which the NBA mm-hmm. mandated that you have to do a year of professional or college right. before you can join the NBA. So they're always at least 19 and at least a year out of high school. The NHL is not like that. You can go directly from high school to the NHL, which is what Connor Bedard has done. So he is literally 18 years old. I mean, it's not it's not impossible, but it's very rare because there's a lot of options, including going back to school, going back to your junior hockey team or going to the NHL team's affiliate uh, in the minors, which is the American Hockey League. Every team's got a team or even the East Coast Hockey League, which is an affiliate of the American Hockey League. And each team's got an affiliate there in that league. But no, Connor Bedard was inserted right into the lineup. I still say that the draft lottery was rigged because Chicago did not have the greatest chances of winning that. No. But there's no way they were sending a generational player, a player that could end up being one of the best, say, five players in NHL history if his career goes. If he's healthy. Um, yeah, if yeah, he's healthy, yeah. if he makes it, you know, if, if, if a lot of things have to align for that to happen. There is no way they were sending this kid to, like, San Jose or Anaheim. There just wasn't any chance. No. So that that lottery was 100% rigged. I actually called it before it happened. I go, there's no way. Well, they also had, during that, I don't know if you remember, during, draft, during the lottery night, they had that mess up where Kevin Weeks announced yes. – Columbus that's was right. the third pick. Yeah, they right. actually, they're yeah. like, okay, let's do the next lottery draw. And he's like, congrats, yeah. Columbus. And then they went to commercial break. And then he's like, oh, sorry, I announced Columbus by mistake. We haven't done the draw yet. Then he's like, and the third pick goes to Columbus. <laughs> and nobody says anything. Nobody cares. Like, honestly, like, you obviously we all knew it was coming. The script, like, this is so rigged. Yeah, it's really bad. But you know what? Nobody even cares, to be honest. If it was maybe yeah, the right. NBA, there'd be outrage. They needed to reboot. The, you know, Chicago. The original six franchise. Yeah. There are two main guys from the last 20 years, uh, Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane. Gone. Uh, you both move. Did, did Taze retire? Taze retired. Uh, taking a break, which means retire. Taking, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's, Take a break, you're gone. I think. Um, and Kane went wherever, Rangers or something like that. So, um, yeah. yeah, they but, needed a bit of a reboot, and and now they, now they got one. For those who don't know, Bedard actually was one of only a certain amount of players who got an exception as a 15-year-old to play mm-hmm. major junior hockey in Canada. And he didn't just play major junior hockey. Last year, he had something like 140 points or some shit like it's that. It's an amount of points. Yeah. 80 goals, maybe, whatever it was. Anywhere he's played, he has dominated. Let's put it that way. And this is a, a kid with a bit of a different attitude. He's a bit smaller. He's got maybe one of the hardest shots in the NHL he's already, incredible according shot. to other players, yeah. as an 18-year-old. Yeah. And he's not even big. And he's just got this weird quirkiness about him. I don't know if you see all these media things. LG is always saying stupid shit in the media conferences. Like he won't stop. Like he just can't stop trolling. Uh, and he never smiles. You know, if 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 the personality benchmark is set at Connor yeah. McDavid, it's not hard to go above no, that. That's right. Because Connor McDavid <laughs> has to be like the most. And just for anybody who doesn't watch NHL again, you're probably not that interested in this. Connor McDavid is is already definitely going to be like one of the top 10 players all time unless something he already is is. he already is like he already is he's he's already incredible amongst amongst active Mm -hmm. players in the nhl 
of all the guys who are playing right now, like it's still Crosby yeah. and Ovechkin and everybody, he has by far the highest point per game average. He averages a point and a half per game. Um, and the next active guy after him is Sidney Crosby with like 1.2. Like mm -hmm. it's not even close. Um, but his person, like he has the personality, like he doesn't have personality yeah. at all. Like it's, no, it's, it's not literally like, it's like a voice. It's the grand Canyon of personality for Connor McDavid. Like he is, right. he is like, they shouldn't even interview him or ask him questions. Cause it, it makes it probably the same crap. Yeah. It's like, it's like you're, you're counter selling the NHL when you talk to McDavid in an interview. Mm -hmm. It's like, you should, you shouldn't, you, they should, you know what they should do, Phil? They should record <laughs> him in a studio for five hours and then make an AI of him that oh then does God. the interviews. That would actually, and that that's actually kind of exciting. Like it, it that would, would be better. way better than what they have now. Then you get pissed talking. sometimes too, man. And the, and the media knows not to mess with them. Um, but but yeah, I'm going to the game tonight. It'll be Connor Bedard's first NHL game in Toronto. Always a huge market. And I just want to point something out. This will be his fourth NHL game. Yeah, he's played a game. He opened in I think it was Pittsburgh that he mm -hmm. opened in. Then he went to Boston, where he scored his first NHL goal. And then he went to Montreal on the weekend. And in Montreal, out of the three places he's played this year, Montreal was the only place that relentlessly booed this guy. I don't know what the problem is over there. Like Montreal, Montreal fans have always been scumbags. They really have. They are. They're the worst fan base in all sports. Okay. Uh, they've always been scumbags. And that just took it to a new level. I, I get booing the opponent. But why are you booing this kid? Did you not see what happened when he scored his first goal in Boston? Like the crowd erupted. The fans all stood up. They recognized that this is not about your team anymore. This is a guy that when you go watch him play, for the first time ever, maybe in Toronto, people were are going to come tonight to see a player from the opposing team as much as they're there to see their beloved Toronto Maple Leafs. That never happens here, uh, no matter who you are. This is one where all eyes are going to be on this kid. And like LG, you mentioned in the pre-show, all right, he's got a goal. He's got an assist. I think he's averaging a point a game already after three games. Yes. Like LG said, all right, the Leafs 2-0 this year. All right, the big bad goons all of a sudden. Um, Austin Matthews, six goals in two games. They're pretty wild. Only one person's ever done that in NHL history in the first two games of the year. Should destroy the Chicago Blackhawks tonight. But LG called it. Connor Bedard is probably going to come into Toronto because this always happens here. And he's going to have like five or six points tonight. Probably going to score a hat trick. Although, you know what? That's It almost seems impossible. But something like that's going to happen. Talked about this, though, Phil. Maybe maybe not tonight, but sometime in the future. It's point. always the yeah. most elite play. There's two, there's two types of athletes who have their career games against Toronto. One is the all-time greats. Kobe, 81 points against Toronto. <laughs> LeBron, LeBronto. We know all we already know all these stories. Ovechkin, I think the team that he has sco scored the most against mm -hmm. ever in the league is the Maple Leafs in his 18 years in the NHL and his 705 goals or whatever he has. Or a guy comes into Toronto, hasn't scored in two years in the league, and he's definitely scoring when he comes. Yes. Like and, and that's it. So there's one type of athlete is the superstar who has their, yeah. their marquee <laughs> game. That's when you go on top shot, like half the plays are against the Raptors. And then the other type of athlete Kobe, 81 points. Against, yeah. against Toronto teams is the most no-name bum you've ever you've <laughs> never heard of who then who scores like six goals and then they never get to six goals in the rest of their career. And it's always against Toronto. It's true, though. It's always been like that. We was getting um, lit up by the most random guy. Linsanity, the peak of Linsanity oh was the Raptors God. game where he hit like a buzzer logo shot. Yeah. Uh, to win it like that was and 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 phil the people in toronto were cheering for him yeah. by the end of that game like they were cheering 
Well, I mean, but at the same time, there is a very large Chinese community here. So I'm not surprised by that. I mean, that was they, they were cheering for him originally every time he came to Toronto. Uh, yeah. Just like they cheer for the Greek freak when he comes here because we have so many Greeks in this town. That's true. Yeah, Toronto um, does have a, a pretty diverse But But community. just to flip things a little bit, I forgot to ask you this. We haven't talked about this in a long time. Are you collecting NHL breakaway? Yeah, so I do want to talk. I do want to talk NFTs because it's a lot of talk about the NHL. Yeah, yeah, we're on NHL. So, um, yeah, I didn't. Uh, this is kind of interesting. Um, I did buy a lot of the packs early on, uh, mm -hmm. and I still hold them. Um, I was thinking about buying the elite packs that came out last week, which are actually five dollars, sixty-five dollars mm -hmm. US, and the Canadian yeah. dollars. Sorry, are not Canadians are about hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're getting kind of screwed right now. So it's kind of you're, good luck going to the US again if you're going there because uh, oh, that's going to be. Don't talk to me about that. That was bad. But um, yeah, I thought I thought those packs were good. They took a while to sell out, but they did mm -hmm. sell out. They sold two thousand of them. What's interesting is that that those packs, the elite packs that they released as the big like start of the season, um, didn't really have anything to do this season. Right. If anything, they are actually rookie plays of yes. current stars, which is actually what Top Shot did also last week was release rookie moments of current stars. So Top Shot released, you know, Jalen Brown first game or some shit like that. I, I didn't really pay that much attention, but they released something like that. Um, and those have done really well. So and 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 I know people weren't fans of that. That it's kind of, it's it's kind of cheap to 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 roll out a rookie moment or rookie play of a guy who already exists. You know what I mean? That it's not it's not during their rookie season, so it doesn't really count. Um, but I do like. I mean, NHL did that to start the season. They sold out the packs. There's no marketplace, so that's probably where I'm most weary. Is that like I don't I don't I don't I I don't necessarily only buy mm -hmm. NFTs to to flip them. But I do like the option of getting some money back if I'm unhappy with them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Or if I don't get what I want. I like the, I like being able to do that. Um, but what I did do, Phil, I think in the last couple weeks since we spoke, is I actually traded a few NHL breakaway elite. Or at least I, I love that you I can like do that. that. That option. Yeah, there. so they don't have a marketplace yet, but they do have a gifting option that they implemented. And I found that going into that Discord and trading with people was one of the most chill and mm -hmm. and really easy experiences i've had trading nfts people were super helpful i posted yeah. you know very yeah. simple in the trading channel like here's what i'm looking for here's what i have got a couple dms all people trying to make nice offers uh and 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 found a couple couple mm -hmm. trade partners and, and did a trade within minutes and and no funny business you know i told them i told them you send it to me first because uh, if I if I screw you, then you can you can expose me because yeah, that's you know, the way I usually approach it yeah. too. I feel that that's the best way, and it's weird. It's not gifting like Top Shot. It's actually a link that you send to someone. It's like and all they have to click the link to claim it. So if you were to drop that link, yeah. it's actually better for giveaways. LG, like you could yes, drop it's, a link it's exactly like NFL all day to the um, chat, right? Oh, yeah. is it? Is that how it works with all day? I don't know. I don't, all day. That's what we do. Well, all day you can you can you can you can't drop a moment, but you can drop mm -hmm. a pack that you made. Right, right. So when we okay. do our live shows and I yes. drop packs, that's um, what. I do is I go in the marketplace, I buy three moments and then I put them because it has to be minimum three. Oh, I put them shit. in. Pack. I didn't even know you could do I didn't know that's what you did. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So that's what it is. So you right. so you could so that also helps if you I think the the idea is that you would onboard people that way. Mm -hmm. So that if you have a friend who is like, oh, you know, tell me more about this NFT thing, you can send them a pack of NFL all day that's like, like that. hey, you got, you know, uh Russell Wilson and and whoever uh or whatever you know good players you want to stack it with and you can and you can make a pack that has legendary players in it if you want you can do whatever you want so wow. NHL you can't make a pack but you can send uh the highlight which I, I think is good um 
the NHL season has started, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, they didn't roll out anything too massive, which at first I was kind of disappointed, but I think also makes sense because the whole time Matt and, and the team there told us that like, they're taking it easy. You know what I mean? Like they're building something cool, but they're not overdoing it. So I think it's like first day NHL season. Here's rookie highlights of today's greatest stars. That's it. That's fine with me. And they have, they have a $15 standard, like standing starter pack that you can buy anytime you want. On with the five, five, with five, with five, I guess we're going to call them five highlights players in, in there or whatever yeah. the hell you want to call it. five players. Highlights. Better, better, than fine. Three, we're not right? better than three, which is what mm-hmm. others have done in the past. Um, I will say this though, I don't know if you've noticed, but people are actually selling them baller style because ballers yep. also didn't have a marketplace. Yeah. Until until after people had a major thirst and yeah. hunger to buy and sell them. Yeah. So you had all these third party traders making extra money on the side, but I'm not going to name mm-hmm. names. You know exactly who I'm talking about there. Um, that was you know a menace in the society with all these trades and stuff. But you have a lot of people selling them. And I'm what gonna was ask that you, guy's name? What was that? Super Frankie. 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 That's I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Oh, he was like a master facilitator. He still messages me sometimes. I don't know what he's up to. Um, but but I mean, we connected in the past before we even were into NFTs, and that whole thing was pretty wild. So I never got involved yeah. because I didn't really know what was really going on. And you know, I I know better than to um, you know draw to conclusions right away. So I let that thing play itself out. It didn't look good, obviously, but um, you know, we kind of had an idea what was going on. But who knows, right? There's always other stuff. All, but, all I'm saying with NHL is that they're not overdoing it. Right. And as a right. result, you know, it's like, it's very simple. Right now. You can buy the starter pack, has some base mm-hmm. highlights in it, small chance of something yeah. good. Probably every couple of weeks, they'll drop a new pack of something interesting. Uh, obviously, the biggest thing that's going to come is going to be Connor Bedard's first moment or highlight or whatever. Like, that's going to be highly sought after. Right. I think they had said that they're going to try and release the marketplace uh, before the end of the year. So you can mm-hmm. look at that. And then I think it's coming. Have, I think it's they coming. have challenges for sets where you complete yeah. this and you freeze them. Freeze. They're, they're not frozen for 12 months like Top Shot, like an, a random number like that. They're frozen mm-hmm. until I think like the end of the second round of the playoffs or something like that. It's until right. like the end of May. Uh, and you have until the end of the season to mm-hmm. freeze them. So I think that that's kind of cool, you know, and then you get the extra highlight at the end. Um, and I, I think I think I, it, it's very simple. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're not overdoing it. They're not trying to pull in all this revenue. It's very basic. And I think that that's good because then, most important part is you have new people come in, right. and I think the way NHL Breakaway is set up right now, it'll it'll take people five minutes to understand what's going on. You know the what I mean? Are, like, packs are still available too. I love spend that. fifteen bucks, buy a pack, and then they go put to a limit do. on the packs. Go into Discord, trade trade for the ones you want. That's it. You know, what I mean? basic. It doesn't, it doesn't right. have to be this big fancy thing to start, right? So, well, uh, it's a real throwback to the school days when you used to do that. Anyways, bring all your yeah. cards with that checklist. All right, I'm missing this. You have one of those. Give me one of those. I'll give you one of these. Right? Um, I'll ask you this. Connor McDavid is the is the holy grail moment on that platform right now. One of a hundred Connor. I don't know what the what's what's the level uh, that they call that level when there's a hundred of them. It's not it's not it's not core. It's not elite. It's epic? not rare. Epic, epic maybe. No, it's not epic. Sorry, it's oh, sorry elite. What the hell am I talking about elite? Um, no, it's not epic. Epic is something else. Uh, epic is two fifty. I forgot what the heck the hundreds were. Anyways, legendary. I don't know. What would you if I if I told you to guess right now? What would you think the Connor McDavid's are selling for? right now on the on the black market in terms of 500 bucks i will tell you no not 2000 i'll tell you right now that it's 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 above a thousand dollars what they've been going for there is there's a few people out there collecting every single one of them and 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 they're just willing to make the deal just like that like here you go see you later give it to me 
recognizing that maybe that will be, um, you know, I don't know. To me, that's a big risk. I don't know if I'd be doing that uh, just because you don't know where this is going. This thing could be dead in a year. Who the hell knows? Um, but no, but I think that's good. And I think, again, you know, I think we've said this for every project that I think you, you need a certain, you need to kind of set up the structure, but you need the community to mm -hmm. let you, you need to let them do their own thing for a while. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think this is good. Which is fine. That's what we're doing. Here, here's a couple of challenges. We're going to do some drops here and there. Otherwise, yeah. you guys can gift things to each other. Marketplace will come later. Have fun. And, and if you're bored, way, there's still packs boring. available, right? Yeah. So. And the thing that I've noticed in there, and I think maybe this is probably good because there's no marketplace, is that every person I've talked to in there is like a, is like a true collector. Like some of them have been like, wow, LG, I'm so glad you're here. I always knew, obviously, you're Canadian. You're such an NHL fan. Like right. they are there. They are legit NHL fans. So they're, they're starting with real fans, mm -hmm. um, not just flippers. And that's really good. I think that's really healthy. I'm still holding two unopened packs of the inaugural nice. founding fan base packs. Yes. Always, always hold the first packs. Those ever. have good always. shit in them, man. Um, <laughs> and if you know what, I guess if you're listening and you're a hockey fan and you haven't tried, give it a shot. I'm, I'm serious. I'm not. We're not even paid by these guys. It's not promo, but wow. I'm just saying that if you're looking for kind of a different experience in, in a lower profile sport like hockey, yeah. which is not the same expectations as NBA and NFL, where people go postal the minute there's nothing happening. Stop. The NHL is a, go, a good start, and I'm telling you right now, the packs that are available, um, because they've made a limit of four and they upped it to six now, there's still packs available. They're only 15 bucks, and they have not been swept up. Like, if you had made an unlimited amount of packs, they would have been all bought already by the same people, which is yeah. not what you want. You yeah. want those things to sit there. There are still, like, 10 Connor McDavid's in those packs sitting there somewhere, and someone's going to get it. So if you love the lotto, you love hockey a little bit, I'd go for a pack, man. You don't know what you're going to get in there. And the community is actually really good. Um, and I had the same experience as ULG. I mean, the people I talked to in that community, um, you know, very fair in what they offered to trade and all that stuff. And it was, it was a smooth experience without using a marketplace, which I think is coming really soon anyways. I do. Yeah. So uh, we'll see yeah, what happens. Exactly. And you can I'm having fun, man. Nothing's really happening. But I'm, I'm, you, can I'm, also, you can also gift an open pack. Really? Oh, I didn't even yes. know you could gift packs. Yes. That's really so cool. I either i would went and looked but so you can gift oh. unopened packs so oh. you can buy packs and keep them unopened and then gift them nice, nice. i like i like that I, and i love i do love that there are packs available with a golden nugget in it. it's kind of like charlie and the chocolate factory yeah. because well, on top be shot nugget too so once you have bedard moments in there well the, oh my god yeah, yeah. when that bedard moment comes yeah. out the rookie moment goal. but first goal like that's pretty bad first goal but yeah what i mean is that on top shot when all the packs go in one shot nobody else has a shot at get like when we were kids and we used to go to the card store mm -hmm. every single pack of upper deck cards you bought those were the expensive ones they were like four bucks a pack you were hoping to get like that silver metallic frank thomas or that mm -hmm. silver metallic like barry bonds and you knew that somewhere in there and you knew that you were kind of playing the lotto odds to yeah. get one right but when a when a when a when a pack drop sells out immediately you know your 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 odds are done you're not even gonna get a shot at it but having packs available at all times, I'll tell you right now, there's still 10 Connor McDavid's in there worth $1,000 US in those packs that are $15. So are they in for, there? Are they really? Is there some I think, yeah, I think there is. They're in the pack list. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So if you're if you're someone who wants to throw it back to when you used to go to the convenience or like 7-Eleven and buy those packs of cards, yeah. there's still some golden tickets inside those packs, which is an experience that's fun for everyone. If you play Powerball and all that shit, you're playing a golden ticket opportunity anyways, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's cool. I, it, it's unique because there's been no other platform where packs are actually just sitting there mm -hmm. um, this early on, right? They've let collectors buy all of them with the simple goal of making money. 
Mm-hmm. These guys, I think, is about how many are left, LG? About fourteen hundred out of those there's ones. Out of the uh, yeah, out of the five thousand, there's fourteen hundred and fifty-eight, and in there, it is the, that tier the where they're minted to hundred is called Epic. Um, Epic, okay, and it's right. from the mark, so it's only like superstars. And yeah, there was twenty-two in the out of in those five thousand packs, twenty-two Connor McDavid's. Yeah, and then the they, they have not all been pulled. That's what I, I read. So. You might also pull uh, the other one of the other Epics, and there's Phil Kessel. Oh wow. Phil the Thrill, the Iron Man of the NHL. Um, well, here's a question for you, Phil. Um, and I know you got to go soon. Is if you from here, what would you do if you were an NHL breakaway? What I'd would you pro- do for the rest of the season? I I would do what Top Shot did. Uh, I I'd do the opposite of what Top Shot did. The oh. players. Okay, if you're going to release highlights or moments from what's happening this year, a couple things. They need to be relevant. Okay, it can't just be. It can't. It cannot just be. Even, they already have some that are irrelevant, if you ask me in there. Okay. Like some of these big name players, I'm like, what is this? Who cares? Is this like a big goal in their careers? No, it's not. I don't give a shit about this. You know what I mean? Um, I would take the top moments of the season uh, or, or, or milestone moments and things like that and, and make those special, obviously. But I would not have, if you're going to release, I think every player should have a moment this year, just like a set of hockey cards. And I think that should be it. There should not be more than one per player. I don't know how you're going to do that. Um, maybe you have a special set like they've done, you know, a rookie set where that'd be another moment, whatever. First goal. I love the first goal idea because some of the rookie moments in, on top shot are like, what is this, right? Mm-hmm. Middle of February game in his rookie season. That's his rookie moment. That's weird. Yeah. You know, first right. goal is truly like your rookie moment. It's even better than a rookie card in a pack of cards because it's their first goal. I love well, it. Also, that's also where hockey is like a little bit unique, where it's like, well, per game, there's six goals. You know what I mean? Or whatever the average yeah, right. NHL. So there's only six six people that can score a goal every game, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's unique too because in the NBA, like somebody scores their first bucket, they don't stop the like they don't take the ball away and put it on the side and write write on it. But the NHL is like you score your first goal, like literally one of your teammates or the referee goes and picks up the puck and gives it to a trainer on your bench and they keep it and they save it for you. Right. So I think that that's kind of neat. And, um, you know, that I kind of, I don't know. There's, I feel like there's just kind of, there's more almost collectability in NHL things that happen in the NHL because it's so like the event is so singular in a way. Whereas like a basket, sure, there's game winning buzzer beating baskets that are insane, all franchise altering, league altering. Um, but it's still one basket out of like 200 every game. Right. right. So, right. It, right. That's true. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's just like it's, or it's goals. It's like there's only a few. There's only a few. Right. So, um, but yeah, I, I agree with you on some of those. It's like, I think that, you know, next, obviously interest will tail off a little bit because that's what naturally happens after a season starts. Um, but if they are going to do marketplace, I would love to see like a huge lead up to the marketplace mm-hmm. launch. Like, and I think the day they launch the marketplace field, they got to do like one hour flash challenges where you burn. Yeah. Like, they got to do like, it's got to be, chaos for like three straight days just to generate like a lot of price action and excitement um and i think i think they got to be ready with milestone drops right you've got a couple guys this year who are going to hit a thousand points like Tavares and kessel uh crosby and ovechkin very likely crosby by the end of the year will oh, be ovechkin's got a lot of milestones coming up this year. he's got a lot of milestones crosby by the end of the year will likely be in the top 10 all-time mm-hmm. scoring of the league which is pretty insane uh once he gets to like 1600 points he's at like 1520 right now um 
and you've yeah. got and you've got i don't know you just have like a slew of stars all hitting milestones like who knows mcdavid mcdavid might hit a thousand points this year he might have mm -hmm. 170 you know what i mean like there's there's, there's insane things that could happen so i think it's like sticking to those making a big marketplace thing and not over minting is like a, a, a way for them to have a really continue to have a really successful first mm -hmm. season no for sure and i and i and i still stick to what i said to the guys from the team when they were on with us i still stick to the I, I, I truly believe that the golden nugget concept is a great one. It doesn't have to be a moment, but you know what? Have, if you're going to have more pack drops, throw in a pair of NHL tickets in there to where you get a silver ticket in, you know, one, every thousand packs has a silver ticket that is redeemable to an NHL game of your choice this season. Not of your choice, sorry, of a, a city of your choice, wherever you live or whatever you're going to be. Yeah. And, and you to redeem it, they give you an option. Hey, do you want this game, this game, or that game? And they send you a pair of NHL tickets, something like that. You know, I one, think thing, one thing I, I found that no one has ever done, and I don't know, maybe there's a legal reason you can't do this, is mm -hmm. have a store that you can only use certain mm -hmm. NFTs to buy from. Like, right. for example, like what you're saying, it's like, okay, every hundredth pack has a store ticket, like a silver ticket. Yeah. And that ticket can be redeemed for one thing from the store. You can go in there anytime and use it, and you can sell your mm -hmm. NFT as well. And in the store, there are things like, Connor McDavid signed jersey, or um, even just a jersey. It doesn't have to be signed. Have you seen what? No, no, but I'm, I'm saying, but there's just different types. In two seconds. There's different types of merch or tickets. Yeah, no, for sure. Things. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You can just go in, and they've actually on so rare. Um, they did. There's been a bit of turmoil on so, so rare lately because a lot of people have been leaving, mm -hmm. or whales have been questioning, being like, "What are we? Are we just? We just keep winning new cards forever? Like the rewards yeah, suck. Yeah. They're mad. Yeah, exactly. There's not the rewards aren't high enough. They're, they're and the physical rewards suck. Mm -hmm. Um, and they've been battling the problem. And Top Shot has had this in the problem too. That it's like, hey, you know, the winner of this contest wins two tickets to the Lakers game, and it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, somebody who lives in freaking France that's that's useless. Yeah, I know. And those right. tickets that those tickets aren't NFTs. So they can't, they can't mm -hmm. even take the money from it. They can't even take yeah. the 200 bucks. Right. So I think that that's where, you know, and so rare has said with their season update that they're going to try and figure that out and make that more agnostic. And there must be some legal reason you can't do that. Cause I would love each of these companies. It's like the season starts, there's a store with 200 physical items in there. There's, mm -hmm. Tickets to Maple Leafs. Yep. There's Connor McDavid jerseys. Yep. There's a, a shitty a bag of pucks, whatever it is. And there's 200 silver tickets in these packs. Mm -hmm. Use them. List the tickets. Redeem them. First person to redeem it gets the best prize. The Connor, the Connor jersey or something like that, right? Like just some other alternate mm -hmm. thing uh, that is like a fun thing to also get in your packs on top of the, the most valuable NFT or the best player or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And, and that is one of the things that is the most likely for me to attract people from the outside. Something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. When you hear, hey, that person, what's this? What's these things they're buying online where the guy got a Connor McDavid signed jersey? Oh, yeah. Shit, where do I buy one of these packs? Let me check it out for a sec. I want to win one of those. You'd have a really good shot. They don't need to be hooked on the platform, but they will show up. And and on top of, of, of buying a pack and maybe getting that silver ticket that you mentioned, mm -hmm. they might enjoy what they get in there if they at the same time get a Connor McDavid moment. And they're like, all right, this is pretty dope. Um, Absolutely. You know, let me try again. Oh, wait, my collection is now 10 moments deep. I didn't get the silver ticket, but that's pretty cool. Let me keep going. Right. And doing that is nothing for these platforms. These I don't understand how we have an involved drop. They're bringing in 800 grand, $3 million, yeah. Yeah. all this shit. Like, literally, do that. Include the shipping, having 100 items in a little store like that. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to spend $5,000 on it. Like, it costs a thing to exactly. do that. We'll see who does it first. 
We'll see who does it first. I, th- sure I think NHL has an option. reason they can't do that, but I think it's ridiculous, honestly. I don't I give a shit. Get your lawyers, get in that boardroom, and figure out a way to do it. Because we were told that loot bag packs were not possible. Okay, on it. any platform, and they no. still did it, man. Don't They're give me that. Packs. They're all. It's normal now that there's a two yeah. percent chance of a legendary, whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah, exactly. Don't no. give me that crap. Pretty wild. I like it though. Having a good time. So, Phil, do you have to leave? I have to leave, man. I know you had other stuff to talk about, but we, we 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 got derailed pretty easily earlier. The the wow. the, uh, the hockey game starts in an hour and a half. Yeah. And again, if this was any other city other than Toronto or New York, <laughs> it'd be okay right now. Uh, and I'd probably be able to stay for another hour. Yeah. But it it will be a miracle if I make it to um to the game on time. But I will say this: a week from tomorrow, Ooh. there could be something real pretty wacky happening uh, that that involves hockey and the NHL and the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I'll have an update on that next week. Um, are, you, are you involved in whatever this is? I, I am involved in whatever this is. And it's probably wilder than you could ever imagine what's about to happen. So um, courtesy of one of our good friends in the community. But I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. And I'll, I'll save the update for, I'll probably have to do a live video of myself when it goes down. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's nuts. Phil, it's, Phil's you you, you can never guess, time. LJ. I can give you 100 chances. You'll never guess. What yeah, no, I know. I already know what it is. Is that they they are going to be one of their goalies is going to be sick and they're going to need like a random Zamboni driver to be the back goalie and that somehow it's going to be you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, you 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 are extremely close. I'm oh no no lie. no! You know what it is? Is you're gonna you're gonna have to be the Zamboni backup goalie for the team they're playing <laughs> and then they'll lose and you'll beat them in a shutout. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? That's another, that's another that's another Toronto Maple Leafs thing. Whenever a team has like a crap. <laughs> Their goalies are sick, and they have to pick some random dude from that town to be the backup goalie. That's the team the Leafs. We're lose. the only team to ever lose to the emergency goalie, and that's a fact. Yes, yes the emergency yeah. goalie. Yeah, and the guy was from here too. Like how pathetic. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Now, I'll have more an update on that, but you you came very close in what you said. Uh, I don't know if you remember what you said, but it's also not what you think. So, um, stay tuned. I, I think you guys will be pretty stunned. So I'm stunned. Last last thing before last thing for you before we go, we put a poll up on First Mint. Uh, here we go. What are you most excited for? Top Shot Series 5, Soar oh, NBA Season 2, or Lamelloverse? Lamelloverse. <laughs> okay, so all the trolls voted for that, obviously. I didn't even see that poll, man. When was this? I didn't see this. I love that. was this morning. And Top yeah. Shot Series 5 is winning with 64%. Wow. Soar NBA wow. Season 2 is 25%. I think that maybe speaks a little bit more to who our followers are on Twitter than yeah, it does. That, that's exactly it. So on yeah. that note, LG, those packs I saw, I got an email for it tomorrow. Are they worth it? Those archive packs? Yes. I'm going to talk about Top Shot after you leave. Um, oh, you're staying on. Whoa. I, mean, stay on. I like yeah, that. I got, okay. I got things to say. Um, okay. They're in-app, and I hate the in-app packs. They're, they're oh, come on, in-app. dude. Are you joking? I can't use you can only pay with more money oh. and like that. Uh, the last, uh, what I was going to say is that I think I think one of the best ways for Top Shot to draw attention back in is to have packs be going for three or four times their original co- mint cost, and that's exactly what happened with the packs last week. They're going for they sold for forty nine dollars, and some of them are going for two hundred dollars right now, and okay. that's going to bring in rent seekers and not. So we're, royal, we're going. Like we're doing shit. a Royal Rumble tomorrow. Yeah, I think I think if you're these board platforms, you're taking any users you can right now. You take any users, even if it's slippers, take anything you can. All right. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. All right. I'm out of here. Off to see Connor Bedard against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Wow. And I will have an update next week on my adventures 
that are again Toronto Maple Leafs based, but not in Toronto. They are somewhere else, and they're anything wilder than I could ever imagine doing in my life. So, wow. all right, all right, bye, Phil. See you later, adios. Wow. Well, it's just me. I don't know, Brad. Brad, are you still there? Are you still in the background? If you want to come on and come back on and chat, just give me, shoot me a message, uh, and we can keep chatting. But uh, don't feel like you have to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on for another like five or ten minutes, just chat like very casually about uh, some top shot. Uh, and a little bit of so rare. Oh, and there's some good things I wanted to show Phil to you. I wanted to, I'll show him next week, but I wanted to show him uh, a video that listener Steve sent in, which is of uh, uh, Phil's favorite player, NBA player, Jamal Murray, doing a bit of UFC wrestling with uh, with Alex Volkanovsky. Um, and I, I wanted to get Phil's take on that. Uh, and also I wanted to show Phil the... Uh, the the absolute insane Royal Rumble at the Van Gogh Museum for people trying to get Pikachu art. Uh, anyways, I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to talk about those right now. I'm gonna, not going to show them because uh, Phil uh, will. Def- I, I got to wait for Phil to comment on them. So I'm just going to wait. We'll we'll talk about that next week. Back to Top Shot. So Top Shot had uh, yeah they've had their fir- they finally released the pack marketplace. We talked about this last week on the show, and um, I'm a big fan of that. It's obviously really really overdue. They only had series one at first, which was slackluster, I think, because a lot of series one is held by whales. Um, but now they finally have series four, some series four packs. They're going to have series three and all archive packs. I think starting tomorrow on top of another drop. The thing that four uh, x in price were the Origins packs, which again were rookie moments of current players like a like Luca and Jalen Brown. Um, I kind of faded it. I'm not crazy about Top Shot selling that many packs during the offseason. Jacob from Top Shot has like famously said that there is no offseason at Top Shot, but I think you know, they've tried to release exciting stuff like these origin packs that are the rookie moments and uh, you know, LeBron James anthology, the LeBron toe, all this crap. I think that those are good to release. I just think it's kind of silly to release that before the season starts or, or in the middle of the summer, mainly because the season starting is when people, that's when the most people care about a certain league, right? We know that from, uh, you know, who told us that was actually Janie, the, the former GM of Top Shot, very controversial GM. Um, we know that for a fact. So I feel like there's, even though this is when Top Shot should be hitting a stride and releasing tons of stuff and saying, hey, here's the Series 5 plans. Here's how we're going to get things back on track. We're going to burn a bunch of stuff, blah, blah, blah. I think their current users probably already have quite a bit of like pack fatigue from two months straight of very important moments being dropped. So I, I am very curious to see how like Top Shot is going to try and generate excitement considering that they've already released so much. So they've already kind of cracked that nut, let's call it. But I do think it's good to for them to be releasing packs that you can resell that honestly go for way more. And I don't know if that's like, I don't know if that is going to bring in the right people, like I was saying, but it does make it exciting. It does make someone like me who sat out that pack drop. I didn't even care. Uh, it does, does make me want to show up to the next pack drop uh, for the possibility of profit or to crack it and get it, you know, because that, that part's always fun, despite everything that that's happened um, to to Top Shop. Last thing I want to touch on, uh, and I just to make my little hold on my little time marker here because you guys know that I do this. I usually do it when Phil's talking. Um, last thing I want to touch on is um, so rare. So, and, and I know I feel like a lot of people don't listen to the sh- who listen to the show don't really care about so rare, uh, but I try to give like a, a pretty broad view of the sports. Um, so rare is starting to see a lot of same issues that Top Shot saw. 
And basically, if you've ever played Sorare, you know that the reward for pretty much winning any competition is new cards. So it's kind of like this self-defeating process in terms of scarcity, where you win a competition and it's like, congrats, you get a rare card of a you know really good player, but that further dilutes the supply. Um, so rare, especially on the football side, like the soccer football side, is seeing quite a bit of revolt lately, I think, from some of their top whales. I read quite a few blog posts last week, and I put this in the newsletter, about different whales kind of writing these long posts saying, like, listen, this this strategy doesn't work. Uh, the rewards are not very good. So rare is kind of floundering. I'm questioning whether I want to keep playing. Like, they're very unsure how it's going. Um, and... My take on that, and of course, it's normal for these projects to see some kind of community user revolt and people to say, like, here's why I'm quitting. That that happens regularly. And SoRare, again, to their credit, has by far the most users out of any sports NFT project in terms of active users, active buyers. Uh, DraftKings has been catching up to them, but, but a bit more on that in a second. Despite all this, you know, user revolt, the rewards and all that kind of stuff aren't worth it. You're just further diluting supply. The one thing that's missing that DraftKings does do really well is reward tons of money. <laughs> and I know that's like so obvious, but the DraftKings rake, like I think in the first season of DraftKings Rainmakers, their NFT product for, for the NFL, they pulled in like DraftKings pulled in like $37 million of revenue and dished out $22 million of prizes. So every week you can go to DraftKings, enter Rainmakers lineups, and the first prize every week there's there, you can literally win two hundred grand if you want. You know if you're if you're the number one, like they have such an insane amount of money that they're throwing back. And again, that's what a you know daily fantasy sports company. That's what they do. They they award tons of money from the money that they make. That's how it works. So rare's rake the same. You know the how much they give back. DraftKings, whatever that, you know, that fraction is 60% or something like that, that they return to the community. I calculated it for so rare last year for Major League Baseball and for NBA or for for baseball only when they um, at the start of the season uh, MLB when they announced how ETH rewards for baseball, right? Because for a long time, so rare didn't only rewarded cards, like I said, but they started last year rewarding ETH and they've always rewarded ETH on the football side. For baseball this past season, it was 3%. 3% of what they were projected to make, they were actually going to give back as prizes. And that's not nearly enough. So I think, yes, people are saying, oh, so we're just going to have the same old boring practices. The rewards aren't good, blah, blah, blah. They just got infused with money. They're making hand over fist of money. They auction all their cards. People are still buying an obscene amount of stuff on on, on so rare. Um, and they're they're keeping it. So I think that, that that is something they need to do. I also think they need to make it a lot easier to buy on Sower. I think I find the auction model is elegant, but also exhausting, honestly, to like wait around and try win auctions with your favorite players or or to go to the marketplace. But then that really depends on listing. And there's just it's not that simple because it's not really a collectible. So, anyways, I just I just think there's a few things that need to get easier on Sower. Like you need to be able to buy packs um, of some kind. And they got they 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 gotta give more money, they gotta be more generous. So I don't know if anybody here plays so rare. They're going to launch their season two of NBA very soon. Any day now, they're going to announce it. And they're actually doing an opening day stream uh, with Mike Zakarian from Team Hold. So he's going to be at their office in New York. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to be checking that out. And yeah. So anyways, I think that's it for today. Uh, I don't know where Phil is, but he's probably, uh, you know, on his you know two hour commute down to downtown Toronto from the Burbs where he lives. And uh, I guess we'll be back next week for another episode of the first mint so you guys all take care and uh we will see you next week